Okay, so the uh, Great Karamikos Exploration Guild, uh, fronted by Duke Stefan, has you out in the far areas of his province. You're in a very small little town. It is of the variety of a wooden fort, so its palisades and walls are made of locally harvested timbers. And the industry here is uh, it's a, it's a large mill. Now they're clearing the forest line. Uh, they are floating the logs down uh, down the river uh, to eventually end up in Specularum, uh, where they will be used for fortification and other building materials. Um, so this is basically a large lumber camp that you find yourself in. It has a few amenities. Um, it does have a drinking hall and an establishment where you can uh, lease and rent rooms, which your higher officers in the guild have taken care of. Uh, so you guys have a place to hang your coat here and to eat and drink. Uh, you're here because, well, your caravan leader has sussed out a story um, about a, a tower in this area. Um, one of the things that Duke Stefan wants you to do is to find areas in his new province here that could cause problems. Um, either they are haunts of humanoids that don't want to fall into line and need a bit of culling, uh, haunts of uh, creatures and beasts that have caused problems to the local inhabitants. And in the case of Tintagel, T-I-T-A-G-E-L, Tower, um, supposedly haunted and has caused a bit of distrust in the area um, surrounding it. So the locals have basically not put any farming fields near it, not put up any houses or huts near it in several generations. Um, so this tale has come to the master of your caravan and he's here um, in this little town called Threshold to see if he can find the location of this tower and to find out what problems it might cause the Duke. So <clears throat> I would like each of you to introduce your character. Um, I'm going to go down the list here. I'm going to say, Adam, uh, let us know uh, what your class is, uh, a little bit about his uh, character and demeanor. You've been traveling together long enough that some basics of your personality is already shared between the group. Uh, so if you have an idea of that, uh, let us know. Otherwise, uh, you can build it as we play. All right. Uh, let's see here. I've, I've forgotten if there was a t titling that happened by level. Uh, so I could introduce myself that way. Oh, yeah. The veteran medium. I don't know what the elves would do. Oh, yeah. Here it is. Veteran medium. Exactly. All right. So... I am Nestor, the veteran medium, Nestor Nettles, and I am quick with uh, quick with a smile and a uh, often cheerful disposition. I have uh, found a sense of excitement in this adventuring group, and uh, I do hope that uh, I may be able to use our adventures uh, not for wealth necessarily, but for a keen interest I have in the rare magic that is in this land. 
Nice. And how is Nestor armed and armored? Nestor is in full panoply. We have plate mail armor and shield with a longbow, a uh, quiver of silver-tipped arrows, a normal sword, a normal dagger, and then a backpack filled with stuff, as well as uh, probably placed on the uh, the horse. Sure. And just a, a note on your plate mail as it came out of uh, <laughs> the Duke's armory. It is... <sighs> Not well-kept. Uh, you might have done a little work on it yourself, but certainly dented, not fitting the best, although you've gotten it to work well enough. It's definitely seen a lot of use. Mm. Yes. So perfectly serviceable. That is that is that is fine for a start. Steve. Yes. Um, my character's name is Jazban. Uh, he's a human. Uh, he's... Around five foot six tall. Uh, he's late thirties, early forties, and he introduces himself to the party, saying that obviously he's interested in the job as the cartographer. But back in the cities, he had a job as a locksmith, and he's quite handy with picking locks. Should that ever happen? And he doesn't really say too much about his past history. He has a scar running down his left cheek. Uh, and when asked about it, he normally just says it was uh, an ex-wife who gave it to him. Uh, he's the kind of person that has an answer for everything, but you're not too sure whether all his stories are true. Um, he's the kind of person who will always buy a drink in a bar and about half an hour later, someone will start shouting that their purse has been stolen and he quickly exits the bar. Um, and he says he's just here uh, to earn a bit of money. He lost his job back in the city. And that's all he really says. Oh, very good. And uh, another uh, point is you are uh, a Trolladaren, you're a native uh to Carmicos here. Uh, King Stefan, well, sorry, Duke Stefan. Um, is hiring locals as guides uh, and to know a little bit more about his territory. So his coin is hard to pass up. Um, some Trolladarans feel that uh, this invading conqueror who's claiming their lands is a bad thing. Some of it see it as a good thing, though, uh, because he is bringing much needed commerce. And for the most part, he is letting you continue to rule yourselves as normal. Um your, your various provinces, your noble houses are continue are, are allowed to continue and to prosper. Uh, he's actually not asking much. So, you know, as, as a people, you're kind of torn about this guy. Cool. Oh, and by the way, I have uh, a short sword and a dagger and a backpack. All right. And that is jazz band. So James, Leather armor. Uh, toughest material. Right, uh, <laughs> I'm playing uh, Simaj Nomel, a human fighter, about uh, 5'8"-ish. And um, he, he's out here just because um, it, it's his uh, time to get away from the parents to start making his own way in the world. And this is the way he's chosen to do it. So he's never been too interested in um, really an academic type of life and prefers uh, 
physical work, finding it more uh, enjoyable. And he was ra- he was raised to believe that the only thing he needs is his shield and sword, and a woman to look forward to. So as such, he is um, wears a chainmail and has a uh, no more sword, a long sword, I guess it would be, and um, a regular shield. All right, very good. Uh, Quintus, who is your quartermaster and the master of the caravan, also the Duke's taxman, uh, has let you have the rest of the day to explore what little there is to explore of this small laboring town. He does ask that uh, if you are to attend the ale house or talk to any of the locals, find out what you can about this Tintagel. Uh, he is ordered a very large dinner for himself. This is a very portly, large bearded man uh, who moves as very little as he possibly can, uh, often leaving all the medial work to the rest of the caravan. He's not a bad taskmaster, though. He's fair, um, but strict. Uh, You guys are sharing a room with a few other people, hot bunking it, uh, so some of you will sleep while some of you go and explore. He's given you the day uh, and has given you your starting gold uh, is your pay uh, for the start of this month. Uh, you may go and seek what pleasures you can in this town. Find out what you can about this Tintagel. He waves a turkey leg at you as he's telling you this. <laughs> uh, well, comrades, uh... Are we? Is feel... it like right now? Is it sun up? Six o'clock morning, something like that. Or? It's late in the afternoon. Um, you have a good two, three hours before uh, sun starts uh, going down. Four hours till full dark. Well, in that case, I think we should uh, hit up the local tavern. Stories and um, secrets always spill when the the wine is flowing. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I'll join you. All right. The three of you uh, break off from the rest of your caravan. Some of the other folks uh, are just turning in. Uh, they stood watch and, and uh, was part of the leading caravan this morning. So they're just beat. They turn in early and they'll comprise the night shift while some of the others go out about their own way. So you have become, if not friends, at least steady companions due to your shifts so far. <laughs> Right. The public house is a single story long log house. Um, it, it's very long. Uh, it has a few cut windows in it. Uh, no, no glass. Uh, it just uses covers, um, uh, wooden doors that would latch over in the case of extreme weather. The place is got a surprisingly number of people in it. Uh, sounding fairly ruckus being still, you know, good amount of working hours in the day. Uh, there are an awful lot of people in there drinking already. Mm. Well, that's definitely good. Uh, I will go get myself a wine and offer to get my companions any drink they need. I'll take a flagon of ale. Uh, same here. Two All right, go in, uh, place your orders at the bar. As you see, there is a, a very militant 
woman that stands a good hand over the tallest of uh, you three. Um, you know, arms as thick as your thighs as she is slinging wooden casks of beer along the back wall, throwing mugs of ale across the counter. When you ask for a wine, she looks you up and down. What kind of place you think this is? We got beer. Stout, ah, good beer. That sounds wonderful. I'll have three. She slams a tinker down in front of each of you. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to look around quickly. Do I see any like um, heavy-handed bouncer-type people in here? Or... Well, there are a lot of heavy-handed people, as you describe them around. Most of them look like they are timber workers. Uh, They're obviously either cut off early for the day or taking a break. There seems to be a popular game where they are hurling axes down a lane to a target uh, and are betting coin on them. Um, those of you that are native here, the, both of you humans are, uh, you know, these are fellow Trolladarans, you know the type. They're rough. Uh, they work hard. They play hard. Uh, it is odd that they would be drinking a little this early in the day, though. The only thing that stands out otherwise is there is uh, a man who is obviously of the, uh, well, we'll call it the invaders, a Thaitian, uh in a royal purple-colored outfit. He's got this amazing hat on with these feathers from all sorts of odd animals you, you've never seen here in your native lands. Very colorful long feathers and he's got a stack of gold in front of him that he seems to be counting out as some of the locals are hovering around him he seems to be offering employment of some sort hmm. oddly he doesn't seem to have any guards around him i may go ahead uh i'm gonna be keeping on this purple robed figure but i'd like to make my way over to these axe-throwing chappies and strike up a little conversation with them. Yeah, I'm sure. going to make my way over to them as well. You both speak and, uh, the, the native tongue. I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, Bert, the uh, ability to detect magic, how obvious is that? Um, if you pretend like you're drinking or in, in just deep concentration, not obvious at all. It just takes uh, going- it takes 10 minutes of concentration. I'm going to start to do that, concentrating on the purple guy. Sure. So I imagine you're sitting at the at the bar top with your drink and just kind of uh, mulling it over, like <laughs> looking deep into your cup sort of thing. Sure, sure. Deep in his cup. The two of you humans go in and uh, you speak in the local Trolladere. And so you're, you're greeted pretty heartily and uh, you are quickly added to the queue of axe hurlers. Uh, they seem like they've cool. been drinking for, for a bit already, for at least a good hour. Uh, I just say you're starting a little early today. What's happening? Well, since this Duke fella has asked for <laughs> a certain number of trees being felled today, we got our quota done early. Works out well for us, don't it, boys? Uh, everybody uh, does a cheer, uh, kind of derogatory, uh, but <laughs> to the Duke, as they all laugh at supposedly his stupidity. All right, good. I'll drink to that, I say, and I chuck down a hearty mouthful of uh, ale. What's your constitution? Ooh. 
13. All right, let Ooh. us make the first roll of the game. Uh, let's go ahead and just do a, chill, uh, a skill check here, actually. Um, so you want to roll a d20 equal to or less than your constitution. <laughs> You're going to have to carry me out already. So this isn't a poison. Otherwise, I'd be asking you to do a poison save. This is just to see how it affects you. Uh, well, I got a 16. Okay. Um, when the bar lady told you it was strong, she was not kidding. Uh, that kicks like a mule as you take a, a good half drought of your beer down and you choke a mm. little. <laughs> it goes to your head very quickly. Uh, there is a All round right. of laughter at this. Pat his back and say, well, there, friend. <coughs> That's some good stuff, I say. Oh. I say, oh, and I take a, I kind of smell it, see if I can tell how strong the alcohol is from it. It is very strong, very strong. Also has um, kind of an odor to it that is, uh, it's not just uh, wheat and barley. You're smelling like like hints of some some floral, some berry to it. It, it is definitely more than just beer. One of the guys offers, ah, Celeste, she, she brews it strong, she does. Recipe from her old man before he kicked off. Legend mm. saying, he kind of, he kind of elbows you, that he is a dwarf. Can you imagine Mighty Celeste there with a dwarf? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, uh, yeah, you should definitely drink some of this, but take it slow. Yeah, I'm going to take a small sampling before I go in at it. Sure. Yeah, uh, yeah no, no roll if you, you're, you're pre-warned here. So it is definitely strong. Good, but strong. <laughs> well, I'm going to make myself seem a bit macho and it's like nah there's nothing this is for babies <clears throat> yeah sure <laughs> sure you pull that off <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to, uh, to cut scene for just a moment at our elf sitting at the table peering deep into his cup uh, after you have uh, aligned your mind in just the right way you look up for your from your cup and you gaze across the room uh there is a bit of magic coming from the man in the royal purple suit uh, costume that he's wearing. Uh, mm-hmm. It seems to be focused on the rings on his right hand um, mm-hmm. and something under his shirt. Excellent. And if I you will, would make uh, me an intelligence check, I might be able to tell you a little bit more about the quality of the magic. I'd be happy to try. Let's see here. So let's do D20, huh? D... 20 firing. Oop, I missed it. Uh, 18, and I've got an intelligence of 15. Okay. Uh, other than it is magical and uh, low, uh, it, it's not like a powerful artifact. Um, it, it's mm-hmm. it's a minor Dwarmer craft. Uh, utilitarian magic, you're thinking at best. Uh, perhaps something of protection, uh, but you can't really tell. Uh, not, of course. Not at this range, anyway. Well, I, uh, I'll, if there's not a queue of people waiting to speak to him, I'll, uh, I'll uh, make my approach and uh, see if I can't catch his eye and make the gesture if I can sit. 
Actually, there is a cue. Uh, again, yeah. he seems to be uh, doing some hiring. Uh, some people he's uh, turning away. Uh, some people he's throwing some gold at and asking mm-hmm. uh, a few pointed questions, scribing a name onto uh, a roster uh, on a piece of vellum he has, having them to make their sign next to it. Um, mm-hmm. So you join the queue, and uh, you're up next, and he looks up rather gruffly and then sees that you're an elf. It uh, actually looks a little surprised. No. I see. Nestor Nettles, pleased to meet you. Uh, he looks at your hand um, and uh, declines to shake it, but he does, uh, he does nod at you. And he does sit, please. Thank you. I can't help but to notice that you seem rather out of place in this timber town. It's not what I was expecting to find tell you the truth i'm a i'm a merchant i just came over the mountains uh darakeen are you familiar with my people oh i i had presumed you might have been thiatian oh. <laughs> covers his mouth as he no no gods no Ah, oh, I came this way the the passes have finally opened uh past this uh rather bad winter we've had trying my prospects here, but it seems that there's so little in the way of civilization. I'd heard that there was progress being made here and perhaps there would be a place to sell my wares, but the first town I come across, a logging town? Who here would be interested in my fineries, my silks, my brocades, my... No, no. He shakes his head. I'm hiring... People that know the terrain, that know the area, that will safely guide me to, I understand there is a <laughs> capital to this woodland far oh, to the south. Specularum, I believe you're referring to. That's the name of it. Yes, I hear recently under new management. <laughs> As it were, yes. How uh, often do these people become conquered? Oh, well, as far as I can recall, the, the humans... They seem to live and die uh, rather quickly, so I, I, I'm not sure myself. We, we tend not to pay much attention. It's surprising. It's surprising, to say the least. Eh? If this, such a thing happened in Derekeen, well, people would rise and kick the usurpers off of our soil. And yet here, mm. they seem to almost welcome him. Interesting. But I well, hear yeah. he has fine taste, that he comes from a land that can appreciate my fineries. I believe you, you might find much more of a market for your wares there. And uh, as it so happens, we uh, are currently in, my companions and I, that is, uh, the Duke's employ as, as we actually travel perhaps further away from the capital. But certainly I'd be happy if you have a map to show you the route we've, uh, we've taken. Uh, wait a minute. Uh, I guess, Bert, I should say, I'm assuming I'm not from Threshold. No, no. You're probably right. from the Dimra, uh, the Dimark Forest, um, which is actually threshold borders on the Dimark Forest. Uh, so you do know the area very well. Uh, what's your it's intelligence? To the, it's to the west, right? Uh, intelligence 15? It's actually to the east. Um, to the 15, east? Oh, okay. Actually, yeah, you're well acquainted with the area. Mm-hmm. Well, I'd say I, you, know, I, uh, you might need guides for all the local terrain, but in a general way, I'd be happy to share with you what knowledge I do have. I, I come from the Dimerac Forest. 
Interesting. Interesting. I was hoping to find a, a physical guide, but to be honest, uh, someone that knows the art of cartography and could perhaps uh, update my maps would well, would definitely be worth some coin. Uh, tell me, friend, uh, I have a bit more business to finish up here, but this evening, would you care to uh, dine with me and I may purchase an hour or two of your service? For the pleasure of your company and to become acquainted, I'd be happy to. Ah, excellent, excellent. Uh, he does actually extend a hand at this point. Well, I shake his hand and then I uh, uh, excuse myself so that he can to attend to his business and I'll go to my comrades. It may just be coincidence, uh, but you do notice that he uh, does go out of his way to shake your hand with a hand that you know has a magical ring on it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Could be coincidence. Something Could you be. mark. All right, back at the axe hurlers. All right. Um, I say to the uh, the guy I've been talking to, what's your name, friend? I fancy my chances on the axes. Friends call me Zach. Well met, Zach. With your accent, I would name you friend. Uh, fancy a wager on these axes. Let's make it more interesting. in your hand. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, what are we doing? Copper, silver, gold pieces? Uh, well, we play for coppers, but you said you wanted to make it interesting. I sure do. I so happen to have, I uh, counted out, uh, ten silver here. Ten and says with three throws of the axe, I will best you. Famous lost words, my friend. Let's get to it. Nice. <laughs> All right. Uh, make three ranged attack rolls. All right. So in BX, uh, you get your dexterity modifier on uh, uh, missile weapons. So I got plus one. Okay, make three attack rolls. This um, is all within um, medium range, so there's no plus or minus for range. And we said we're doing d20. Yes, you're rolling a you're rolling a d20, and uh, you're going to add a plus one to that roll. Okay, so the first roll. Here we go. So I guess I I pull back and I launch the axe at the target. And I get 17 plus 1. So 18, what is your Thaco to hit armor class 0? Uh, 20. Okay, uh, very good. Well, you hit your target. Um, there's a round of cheers. Uh, you're not exactly in the center, but uh, you uh, do hit the target. You notice that the target has concentric rings, kind of like a, like a dartboard, uh, but fewer rings. You've got a center. Okay. That's a few inches wide, and then you've got a band uh, of green. It's a couple inches wide and a band of red. So you hit the red band. Bosh, follow that friend, I say. All right. Uh, he rears back and he throws. Pardon me, I'm using the dice roller. Okay, uh, he also hits the red band, so you guys are tied up, and he takes a big gulp of his beer. Well, not to be outdone, I pretend to take a big gulp of my beer, 
And then I have to roll, I throw my second axe, I take it. Yes. Right. Oh, five. <laughs> the axe goes into the audience. Uh, the axe goes wide, not to the audience. It still hits uh, the backboard or the back wall of the establishment, but it doesn't hit the target. There is a, a round of jeers and boos. I got to give him a fighting chance, I say. I can't finish him. <laughs> just giving Zach, him a chance. Uh, takes his axe, uh, his axe, and with disdain, he turns his back and throws it over oh. his shoulder. Oh, oh. <laughs> he also misses. Uh, ah. Yes, his uh, bravado uh, is a bit more than he can actually pay. Uh, there's a, a universal round of jeers for him as well. So you remain tied. He slaps that last axe in your hand. All right, this is the one that counts. It all comes down to this, Zach. Here we go. I'm sorry to take your money. 11 plus 1, 12. Okay, it hits. Uh, red ring as well. Uh, you know, Zach takes his last axe, and uh, with him being drinking for the last hour or so, he looks a little wobbly on his feet. His eyes are a little blurry, and he launches back with his arm and hurls it forward. All right, he also hits the red ring, and so everyone is like, yeah, tied up. Uh, let's keep going, Zach. What do you Zach say? No, oh, no, we, we said three throws of the axe. Let's let's, let's break this tie this way. And he calls out uh, for fresh beer. And uh, two fresh tankards are brought over. He links his uh, arm with your arm. And he says, you're ready. Uh, 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 yeah, sure, I'm ready. And I look at uh, I look at James out of the corner of my eye like, what the hell am I supposed to do now? He's supposed to drink some more, man. <laughs> <laughs> So arms linked, everybody is cheering you on as uh, he lifts his mug to his lips, which also lifts your arm to your lips, and he starts chugging the beer. I'm I'm sort of doing a half-hearted chug. Most of the beer is going out the side of my mouth and onto my chest, but I'm I am drinking a little bit, but most of it I'm faking. Okay, uh, yeah, uh, you're noticing that a lot of it's not actually going down his throat either, but it's more because he's so inebriated at this point. Uh, so he slams down his, and you slam down yours, and then he looks you eye to eye for a moment, his eyes cross, and he falls over. Bosh on the floor. Uh, how am I going to get payment? Has he got any friends I can ask? He slapped, his, uh, he slapped his coins down on the table. Uh, so they're, they're there right next to yours. Everybody is uh, just seems to be having fun with this. Somebody drags him off to the side. All right. I cheer and I say, well, met friends. And I grab the 10 silver pieces, put them in my little pouch. And I say, would anyone else like a go of the axes? Uh, everyone else uh, realizing that they're probably a bit more drunk than you are, uh, demure. But uh, you're you're kind of treated well at this point. You're kind of brought in. Uh, people do some small talk with you. No one else is uh, going to risk good hard coin, though. All right. Um, whoever looks the friendliest, I'll sit down next to them and just try and just trying to get some small talk going. Do I spot anyone who looks quite amiable and talkative? 
Actually, the whole group of them do at this point. So I'm in a group. Uh, yes, okay. yes. Uh, all right. Uh, just uh, what's James doing at this point? Because I'm going to sit down with this group. Uh, I'm looking for someone that's uh, is a is a native, but a bit older. Someone who'd be more knowledgeable about the lands. Sure, there's some graybeards in the corner uh, playing some kind of games uh, with uh, you know knuckle bones and uh, they look like some pieces on a board. Actually, you know the game. Uh, you're you're native. Oh yeah, I mean, I was raised up on that, so of course I gotta go over there see if I can join in. Yeah, they look like they're deep in the game, but when you come over, uh, just to inquire, they kind of point that there's a free seat to sit in. And I'll uh, sit in there and take a small chug of the beer and just uh, watch the game and wait to to join in for it. Sure. They look like they've been at this for a while. Uh, they're fairly equally matched. Uh, the game you're, you're seeing is likely to draw on for quite a while, but they are uh, more than willing to chat with you. All right, and uh, what was the uh, information we were trying to get? There's a tower. Yep, Tentacle Tower. Um, It's supposedly in this region. Uh, The people that live here have been uh, giving it a very wide berth for generations. You're supposed to find out what you can about it. I see. uh, So, I want to play play with them a a bit and do like a little bit of chit chat so they get used to me before I start trying to pry some information out of them. Okay, they're, again, their game seems to be something that's been going on a long time between these two, yeah. but they are more than a, you know, amiable talking to you. Uh, you know, they're, yeah, they actually, once you have finished your beer, they ask if you'd like another on them. They're retired these days, and they enjoy coming in here for a good game. Yeah, so uh, retired then, so you probably uh, have gone around, around a bit and done some exploring in your, in your days? Yep, sure have. So you ever make your way to uh, Tinta, Tentacle Tower? Old Tentacle, huh? I remember my my grandpappy talking about that. It's up towards the east, isn't it? And they kind of confer as older folks do about memories for a bit. <laughs> uh, they have, they do have some uh, some recollection of the tower. Uh, they know that uh, it's a bit. Uh, they do settle on towards to the west. There's a there's a kind of swampy land there, and they believe that's where the tower is supposed to be. But no one has been up there in at least a generation. It's you know his grandpappy told him about it. Uh, it's a bad place. Nothing grows there. Uh, when you can get something to grow, it's all bad. It, it makes you sick to your stomach. Um, there were some tales about. Um, uh, some creatures uh, associated with the tower, but they can't quite remember what those tales were. I say uh, thank you, kind fellows. So I'm planning on making, try to make my way that way, and just wanted to see who I'd be getting into. Why would you want to go there? Well, we got to know about the the land that we live on, and the important part of uh, knowing is not just the good things, but the bad things and understanding them. 
they look at you a little, a little shrewdly at first and says, uh, you're one of those surveyors for the Duke, aren't you? Uh, not actually quite so. It was just, I'm making my way in the world and someday I'm going to want to put down a family and I want to na- make sure I know about the land around us. All right, so you're lying to him. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, what's yeah. your charisma? That is a solid 10. Oh, that's <laughs> not bad. Uh, yeah, go ahead and give me a roll. Uh, equal to or less is good. Uh, more than that's not necessarily bad. Yeah, seven. Not bad. All right, yeah, they, uh, they, they seem to mull your story over a bit and said, well, I suppose if you're set on going, you really want to talk to... It's old Trapper. What was his name? Jowsum. Yeah, old Trapper Jowsum. He's uh he's got a small hovel just outside of town. Uh, you can't miss it. You smell it for for miles. He uh, he tans his, his leathers out there. Just uh, head out the northern gates. Let your nose be your guide. Ah, uh, no problem. My nose has never led me astray. You tell him the Tinny brother sent you, and you you bring him a you bring him a small keg of <laughs> the local brew here, and he'd be mo- a lot more tolerant of hearing you out and giving you some help. I uh, say, so, uh, uh, thank you for that. I'm gonna plop down a uh, a couple of silver pieces for them for the kindness, and I'll make my way back over to. Uh, uh, jazz band and relay what I heard. Sounds good. So, um, Adam, um, what are you doing after you have talked to the merchant? Well, I, um, I actually leave the tavern to go seek out our, uh, uh, the leader of our expedition, whose name I just spaced on Quintus. Quintus. So yeah, I go to Quintus and I mention uh, that there is a Derekine merchant whose name I also spaced on. Nope, oh, sorry. My push to talk didn't <laughs> quite hit there. Actually, he uh, he didn't actually tell you his name. He just told you he was a Derekine merchant. So I, I go to Quintus and I say, you know, I've come across this merchant who may be interested in um, some of the cartography uh, that we're doing. And uh, I felt it was my duty to mention this to you because you may, may be acting as, you know, a, a diplomatic contact with this other nation. And uh, perhaps uh, you would like me to act as your emissary if you're busy with that turkey leg. But uh, I'd be more than happy to, with your permission, uh, perhaps put this merchant in contact with you. He wipes the grease off of his double chins and stares at you for a moment and then just uh, waves you on. It's like, "Mm, good enough. If he seems worthy, uh, set up a meeting with me. If he seems like he's just another pompous fool (laughs) looking to make what fortunes he can here, just give him what you're inclined to and that'll be enough. Quite. Um, with that, I, uh, I'll go spend whatever time with my, uh, companions remains between, uh, 
now and when uh, I'm invited to to dine with the merchant. Sure. Uh, we spent a lot of time in the bar, so let's just do a wrap up in here. What do uh, the two uh, humans, what do you guys want to, uh, is there any more information you want to try and leach out of the public here? Anything specific? Um, well, actually, I guess James comes back and I'm in the middle of talking with the group. Um, so I just asked, I just asked James, where have you been? I've been winning money. Well, while you've been uh, winning money, I've been chatting up with some of the uh, local elders, and I believe I found uh, the information we were looking for. Oh, really? Uh, I was hoping a couple of these people here might have some information. You think we should give them a... I'm sorry, I didn't catch that. You were cutting out. Oh, um, do you think we should try these people here to see if they can also give us some information? Uh, Of course. Okay. Um, so, how many people in the group, roughly, of these people at the axe throwing thing? Some have been coming and going, but there seems to be a steady crowd of about eight. Eight. Okay. Um, so, I just say to the people: um, Any of you people here believe in 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 legends and ghosts? Any good stories to tell me from around here? Oh, yeah, that does bring up, uh, you know, a bit of uh, people interested, uh, especially since the newer one's not quite deep in their cups yet. Uh, There are lots of legends and tales uh, in this area. Um, So how much time do you want to spend here? Because they're they're more than willing to regale you with all of the legends they've been told and the things that they have seen uh, out of the Dymac uh, forest and uh, even further up north. Um, would you say, do you know any good stories involving like a, a, a building or a tower, something? Someone once told me about a, a tower. I can't remember the name exactly. Tinker, Tinkerbell, something like that. I don't know. I don't remember the name. All right. Uh, I tell you what, I'm just going to roll some dice here just to see who in this group might, uh, if anything, know. Oh, 20. Uh, actually, uh, Apparently, several of the youngsters here that uh, uh, work hard on the trees all day have <clears throat> grandpappies that talk a lot about uh, local legends. And yes, you are actually able to nail down a few mm, possible uh, things that might be useful. Uh, they seem to agree that the tales say that the tower was destroyed because two brothers were warring uh over who would inherit. Father died, uh, two brothers, equal station. Uh, neither could step down to let the other rule. Uh, and apparently there were, they were uh, very mighty in, in the wizardry arts, and it caused uh, a lot of destruction in the area. They actually claim that that's the reason why there's a swamp there now. Uh, blighted. Dead land. Cool. I say, have anyone, have any of you people ever been there? Um, you know, I rolled a 20, so I'm going to say there is uh, a younger guy. Uh, he's, he's smaller than the, the strapping youth 
that are around him. He's kind of got a weaselly look to him, actually. Uh, you notice that the others haven't been talking too much with him, although they don't seem to mind him being there. And he comes forward and he says, well, might be I know the place you're looking for, uh, but it'll cost you. I say, I like the cut of your jib. I think you're my kind of person. Nudge, nudge, wink, wink. How much are we talking? Well, I'll be truthful with you. It's uh, it's my dad who knows the place. Uh, he's uh, he's a trapper, a fur furrier. Uh, he took me there once, uh, a few years ago. I, I think it's the place that you're looking for. Uh, I'll need to talk to my dad. And uh, if he's all right with it, let's say, well... It's a trip of a couple of days, you know, uh, and I've got work to do here. So you'd have to at least cover that. Uh, say he's kind of looking you up and down, uh, you and your friends. So you've got good gear, but it's not in the best of conditions. He's kind of weighing that. You you can see that look in his eye, right? He He's really seeing how much he, he thinks he can get out of you. Oh, you know, my, my dad's getting up on age. You know, it's going to be, you know, someone's got to guide you there. You know, it's going to be a big imposition to him. Let's say 10 gold. 10 gold? I'm not that drunk. I say, look, how about I buy you a beer? And I'll give you, I'm going to say five gold pieces. Because you, you said you went a few years ago. I don't want to spend 10 gold pieces on someone who gets me lost in a swamp. Five gold pieces. If you take us to the place, no problems. I'll give you the remaining five. He thinks about it for a moment and says, yeah, you, you buy me the beer and give me a gold up front so I can show my dad that there's, uh, there's money in it for him, that we got a, we got a, a paying trip into the wilderness. Uh, you do that, I think we have a deal. All right. I grab a, I go over to the bar, get a flag and a veil, put it in his hand. I say, here's your five gold pieces. The other five, if you take us to the tower. Deal. Uh, yeah, he quaffs his beer in front of you. He takes his coins and he says, uh, uh, will you be here for the next hour or two? I said, oh, I'm going to be here and I'm going to be waiting. Right. Shouldn't take me but that long. <sighs> yeah, I'll go talk to my dad. And he puts the coins in his purse uh, and uh, yeah, he, he heads out the door. A lot of the guys are kind of looking at him going, you know, they're not really saying anything. You, you kind of get the idea they don't like him very much. I'm going to wait like 10 seconds after he's left. And I'm just going to go outside and see what direction he heads off in and see if he see if he's actually looks like he's going somewhere or if he's just taken my money and done a runner. He's walking with purpose and he's heading towards the northern gate. Um, see, all of you together at this point. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Uh, in which case, um, I'm sorry, I need to get to figure out the, it's, it's Nestor the elf, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so Nestor, he's heading in the direction that you were told the, uh, the trapper lives. <laughs> I say, what do you reckon, fellas? You reckon we can trust him? Uh, I, no, I, he, he seemed like a kind of a sleazeball to me. I think you that's, I'll never that to me. No, maybe maybe it's hooked him. I, I I suppose if he wasn't just running off, then perhaps you might see that uh, that young man come back. 
I say, well, look, worst case scenario, we sit here for an hour, have a few more beers. If we never see him again, that's on me. But I think it's worth taking a chance. So I was given some basic directions to find the uh, trapper that he was referring to, his dad. But um, I'm not sure I'd be able to get us there without getting lost. Hmm. But we were given a, a hint that we should uh, give him a nice little uh, keg of beer. would butter him up pretty good. That All right. Gold probably did. I say we wait here. If he doesn't come back in an hour, you've got the directions. We'll go and try and knock on his door. Uh, sounds good. I'm going to head back inside and watch the rest of the axe throwing. Okay. Yeah. You want to give that a go? It's a nice <laughs> little So you guys, uh, you know, you enjoy yourselves uh, for about an hour. And it's just a little bit after an hour that he comes back. Um, and you notice that he seems a bit angry and he is kind of, uh, cursing under his breath. But as he comes up to you, um, he takes two of the coins out of his purse and who handed it to them? Uh, that was me. Jazzman. Yeah. Wow. I just noticed that, uh, Jazzman is very close to my Jazam. (laughs) Who's the (laughs) furrier? Wow. Interesting. Um, he hands two of the gold to you and he says, my dad says he's hired. He'll take you tomorrow. Around All right. He says, pack for a couple of days of travel. He says, you paid too much. I ought to give this back to you. Uh, quite honestly, I'm flabbergasted. But I say, all right, good stuff. Uh, I'm going to buy him another beer. Because he gave me the gold back and he came back. He, he does smile at that. He looks a bit better at that. All right. Um, what about the other guys? What do you want to do? Actually, that's, um, a, that's a good place. Uh, let's go ahead yeah. and cut it here. It's, uh, it's been two hours. I know we spent an hour doing uh, character gym, mm-hmm. uh, but I just wanted to kind of to jump in, get a good intro. Um, so you have succeeded in getting a guide and a guide, an old, an elderly man and his son to guide you to where this tower may be. Yeah. All right. Awesome. Great. All right. So we'll call the session there. I hope that was enjoyable for you guys. No, yeah, terrific. I just, uh, I, I, uh, uploaded my, um, my character notes to the, uh, OSR games chat. Yeah, sure. So if, if any of that's useful to you. I will uh, start a shared Google Doc where we can kind of keep track of like uh, experience and gold and stuff like that. So it's easy to reference. Cool. Um, what I want to do with this is have it uh, be a drop in, drop out. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll run with it as long as we have interested people that we can get at least, you know, three people a night. We'll have a game. Um, and if a person cool. can't make it a particular night, you know, your guy will just be in the caravan and rotate it out. Uh but uh, yeah, yeah. So hopefully uh, we can pick up a few more players and you guys are interested in an, uh, at least another session. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Cool. All right, guys. Uh, I'm going to say good night then. 